loving prayers. Treading water that they drown. My head on a swivel. Yeah. It's only really my surroundings. Hello and welcome to episode 210 of the Smash Accept podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter at DynastyDadFF. we got a fun show planned tonight. We're going to be talking about how to make successful rookie pick trades, things that, that we do to make sure that our trades aren't blind trades. We're not trading player X for this particular pick. We're trying to figure out calculated moves to get ourselves into position to make good rookie trades with our rookie picks and get ourselves into position. Nobody better to chop it up with on that. Then, then my two guys on here tonight. Mung, how you doing tonight? Good. I'm pumped. It's Super Bowl week. Uh, probably, you know, second behind only Christmas Day for most football fans. And uh, it should be a great matchup, a rematch from a Super Bowl a few years back. And I'm pumped to eat some nachos and have some pizza, whatever else, and enjoy the game. Yeah, Super Bowl is pretty close to Christmas for me. At least on Christmas, I get gifts, though. You know what I mean? My kids aren't, aren't exactly loading me up for uh, those Christmas gifts, you know, until they start getting jobs. No, um, and then Snoog, you know, like we've, we've been doing a bunch of rookie content. We just recorded two separate pods with mock drafts with, you know, what we're trying to do in startups. Now we're going to talk about some trades and, you know, how do you go about looking into these rookie drafts and how do you go about making these these draft picks? And I'm excited to chop it up with you two guys on different spectrums of, of how you guys go about, you know, trades when it comes to rookies. Yeah, Dad, the main two things that you need to know when trading rookie picks is evaluating your tiers in the rookie draft, understanding the value and the tier breaks between each pick. And then also understanding that on draft day, your rookie picks are going to be the most valuable that they will ever be before you make that pick. So a lot of the times I will hold my draft picks until draft day, kind of address the league, see see where the values are, see what happens in May, and just take advantage of going all in on some of these win now guys. And you can take any direction you want. Like you got to address if you're a win now team, a one year punt team, or back into the rebuild for 2025. And and if you're not, if you're going all in, then then you could look at moving the one on one up for like a Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and then moving the one oh two for a bona fide wide receiver one like CD Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, and go that route. So we're gonna help you today kind of address that type of things, give you some values and adjustments to make for trading these rookie picks. Like usual, we're going to break up trades that you guys have sent in. First one sent in from at Ambiguity, and this is a fun trade. This is in a 12-team super flex. And uh, Snoog, I want to hit on you first, and then I want to go over to Mung and talk about the different areas of how you guys look at this. Um, right now, it's 12-team super flex, 0.5 PPR, the 102 and the 106, or the 103 and the 104. Now, Twitter has this one at almost two-thirds on the one side. I want us to get your initial reaction there snoog of you know we'll put some names on this obviously you're looking at marvin harrison and maybe brock bowers on the 102 106 and the 103 104 you're looking at we'll call it may and neighbors at this point so which side would you rather have that is so tough to predict right now without knowing draft capital landing spots all that but just based off my own big board i would go with the 103 and the 104 especially in a half PPR, because I think Neighbors and Marv are very close, almost like a 1A, 1B. Are we getting too cute? Are we getting too cute making this trade now is kind of what I'm thinking is like we're in a spot where 
This is pretty early. You know, if I'm talking about moving up to 101 and I want to give up 103 and 105 or something in that area, but these kind of trades, Mung, do they work out? Don't they work out? You know, we ultimately, we we try to predict where guys are going to go, but we're talking about four picks in the top six. This is an interesting one where you're almost flipping a coin, but Twitter says 70-30 for the 103-104 side. Yeah, that's interesting because I would have thought, you know, a lot of people have Marvin Harrison Jr. in his own tier, right, behind only Caleb Williams. So I think a lot of the fallout of this trade is going to depend on the hype after the combine, after the draft, um, how those tiers end up settling down. I think for now, I would probably hold the 102 just because generally speaking, uh, you know, guys can separate from the pack, right? Um, But, you know, going off of John's rankings, I think he has – a big tier from 102 all the way to 105, 106. So I don't think that there's necessarily a wrong answer here, but generally speaking this far out from the rookie draft, I would rather hold the higher pick and hope for, you know, more hype and and a better deal closer to draft day. I think it's maybe 10 pods in a row where I've said the smash zone is 104 to 106. If you can get in that area and you can upgrade in another spot. I mean, this is, this is definitely for, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going 102, 106, but I think 103, 104 is, is interesting. Uh, another one sent in, and we'll start with you on this one, Mung, and I want to get your perspective of how you look at this trade you know, now versus what we're going to talk about at post-draft day. Uh, sent in from Prospects, and you guys got to follow him on Twitter. He just joined the, the, uh, the Patreon. Great guy. That's Prospect with an X and two Ts at the end. Amon Ross St. Brown or the 102, Mung, if you are choosing right now in Superflex. And this one, this one blew my mind too. I, I think this is a super fair trade. Um, I would lean Amon Ra, I want to say, gun to my head right now. Um, but it, it's super close. Twitter said 64 to 36 on 700 votes, which to me, it, that that's saying you can get Amon Ra plus for the 102, and I just don't think that's there. I mean, if we're talking Marvin Harrison versus Amon Ra, but I do think this season he has separated himself you know, he's put himself in, in no doubt about it. He's that number four wide receiver behind, you know, Lamb, Jefferson, and Chase. It's like Amon Ra's right there in the production. You can't argue with it anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're hoping that Marvin Harrison Jr. can do what Amon Ra has, right, his first three seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we're going to, like, the elite ceiling there and trying to, to play ourselves that way. The next one, Snoog, and this one's fun for me. This one's sent in from Luke Sinclair, another awesome guy. He tagged all of us in this one. Um, it's a tight end premium of 1.25. So it's not quite – I don't know if when, when people put that, like, is that 2.25? We're going to just call it as 1.25 for percept- reception. But sometimes there are leagues that do that where they're even more so. So when you guys do that, be clear, like – for me, when it says tight end premium, if it says 0.5, that means it's worth 1.5. If it yeah. says 1.25, that to me says it was worth 2.25. So Dang. it's a little bit tricky, but we're going to just call it 1.25, call it a normal tight end premium. He has Laporta, McBride, and Pitts, but he's weak at wide receiver. He has Laporta and the 202 or Michael Pittman and the 107. Give me Michael Pittman side. Okay. I think like looking at that in my head, I'm like, all right, I get Roma Dunze and Michael Pittman for Laporta and a second round rookie to 202. So it's probably like the wide receiver six or seven or eight. Yeah. I think I think there's a 
good chance that Romo Dunze ends up being a top 12 to 15 dynasty wideout. And I think Pittman just has really good value right now. If he stays a Colt, he's a top 15, top 18 guy. If he moves somewhere else, there's a chance he can be higher. If he gets a, like if he becomes a Bengal or a chief or mm-hmm. any, any good spot like that. So I think you got to go with the, the two really solid wide receiver assets you're getting for Laporta there, especially if you're thin at wideout and have McBride and Pitts. Yeah, and he said he's rebuilding too. So, I mean, you're getting yeah, to an okay. interesting area. Uh, Mung, Laporta and 202 or Pittman and the 107? Yeah, I, I don't think I would sell Laporta for that. One, I do think that he's a potentially elite contributor, especially in tight end premium for years to come. Um, whereas Pittman, he's a good wide receiver. I don't see him ever being an elite top five yeah, production yeah, guy. Neither. Um, and two, I, I don't think the love is there for Pittman right now. Uh, mm. Whereas Laporta is a super hype name. I feel like if you shop him around, you can do better than that deal in most leagues. Pittman just went 407. Laporta went 307 in Smash 13. I think Laporta, th- there are, you know, when you guys send in trades, there's this side, that side we pick. And then sometimes it, it's just not that trade. You know, sometimes it's like, I'm going to trade, I'm gonna, if I'm rebuilding, you know, I mean, I'm probably going to trade Laporta for David and Joku in a at a at a 25 first that could be earlier, or I'm going to trade for I'm going to tr- package Laporta in the 202, and I'm going to get an elite level wide receiver who goes in round three, where I'm going to try to get a you know I'm going to go go re- after Garrett Wilson or Amon Ross St. Brown or Puka, or, you know, like I'm going to try to tear up instead of trying to go in that direction. So you know, it's not always this or that. Uh, another one sent in from at Soy Lloyd. Uh, that uh, hopefully I got that one right. And this was sent in to you and I, Mung. Uh, Tajay Spears, Hollywood Brown in the two twelve or one oh seven in Dontavian Wicks. This one was fifty one forty nine, about as close as they get on Twitter. What are you thinking here, Mung? Yeah, give me that one more time. I, I can tell you which side you voted for, but uh, Tajay Spears, <laughs> Hollywood Brown in the two twelve. Or 107 and Dontavian Wicks in a 12-team PPR Superflex start three wide receivers? Uh, this is pretty close. I, I'd lean the Spears side, but I think this is a pretty fair deal overall. Snook, what are you thinking here? I think it's a fair deal, deal as well. I'm really high on Dontavian Wicks. I think he's just a super talented player that should have been a day two pick, but fell because he ran like a 4'6", 340 or 4'6", 7". Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be this crazy explosive vertical athlete. So I think the value there, you're getting a guy that like Marquise Brown, it just depends where he goes. I still believe in his talent. I think he could be a top 24 wideout. Mm-hmm. And Spears is like one of the go-to by lows at the dynasty position for running back. I think the teardrop from 7 to 12 is huge, and I think it is like a Marquise Brown, Tajay Spears difference. But I just think you're getting added value on the on the Spears and Brown side with that 112 where it's like – it depends on like if it's start 9, start 11 for me, but I think I, I'd just go with the Tajay side because I know you can get a first for Tajay or an early second right now, and I know you could probably get the same, probably like 202 to 205-ish for Marquise. So I think you could just get a lot more value on top of the 112 side where it's no, like two, more 212. Perfect. Are you saying that Tajay Spears is worth the 112? Wait, it's 212 Tajay yeah. Spears? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. 107 all day then. Okay. I thought right. it was yes. the 112. I just think I love Spears. I think Spears, to your argument, that's why you were saying Spears is worth very similar to that 112. Hollywood Brown is yeah, somewhere in that second. And so it's like two seconds in the 112 
or Wicks, who's right now going for a late second and and the 107. I just think 107 is going to give you a little bit more yeah. bang for your buck going forward. But again, going back and, and forth of where you're at, I always try to take the higher pick this time of year. So it's always interesting. Let's start hitting some some tough questions here. I put a tweet out today, you know, 38,000 impressions. You guys put over 150 dynasty questions. I'm not going to be able to answer them all because half of them were in my DMs, half of them were in the Patreon, the other one over here. But we're going to do our best. We're going to go rapid fire. We're going to try to do the best we can. Zach Hamilton sent in James Cook or Alvin Kamara in the 205. All of these are going to be 12 team super flex tight end premium unless stated other ways. So, Mung, James Cook or Kamara in the 205? Smash Cook. Ooh, okay. What about you, Snook? I'm smashing Kamara in that. Oh, now we got a little bit of fun. I, I took the Kamara side too, and he was he was upset with me there. Snook, uh, Monk, sell me on James Cook over Kamara in a mid-second. Kamara's dead. Uh, he's old. Uh, you're not going to get much for him. You're hoping he stays healthy. We'll see if the Saints keep him. You're lucky you're in Chicago right now. <laughs> I was going to say, Snoog, you, do you, can you sell me on, on Alvin Kamara? Because his response, and, and, and you know, he, he was right. He, he asked back, you know, I've been saying I've, I've been buying Kamara everywhere for a second. I think James Cook is worth a late first. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you know, Kamara's going to be 30. What are we going to do on the next contract, this or that? What are you thinking? I think he's one of few running backs that can excel his age and avoid the cliff as soon as it is. Like he's not on like the Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry level. Like he's different and he still mm-hmm. has that elite explosiveness, great after contact, the contact balance didn't go anywhere. And he's been playing in the worst situation he's ever played in the past three years on the Saints with no Drew Brees, no real weapons other than Chris Olave. And he's been an RB1 every single year in points per game. I just think. At worst, he's another top 12 to 15 running back next year on the Saints. And I think at best, he say he does get cut, like Monk said. He goes and plays for a team that's actually good, gets saved like CMC was saved from the Panthers. And now he's on a winning team where he's getting a lot more touchdowns like he used to, and he's still in an elite passing down running back. So, so I think – let's flip like, it here on you guys then. Monk, if you're, rebuil- if you're contending, would you rather have Kamara in the 205 or would you still rather have Cook? No, for the exact reasons that Snoog likes Kamara, I don't. Because I think even though he was on an inefficient offense with guys like Breeze and Carr, that actually boosted his value because he got so many checkdowns. The PPR volume was there. I think that was kind of buoying his fantasy production. And I'm concerned that if the volume goes down, he's still a great player. But I don't know that the fantasy production is going to quite be there. I love this when we don't don't agree, and that's where we, we all sharpen each other a little bit. Snook, if you're rebuilding, would you rather have James Cook or you still want the 205 in Kamar? I just think the position's so fragile. I like to look at it in like a one- or two-year window, unless you're like the top six or seven players in my rankings. Mm-hmm. James Cook, I just – like he's going to always be vultured by the goal line, by Josh Allen. Like he just had 15 rushing touchdowns. I just think he's like a, a DeAndre Swift light, like in Philly, where right? yeah, he gets you a thousand yards, he catches the ball a good amount, but he's just like capped at a ceiling. And it's tough because I think like a, a team like that could bring in like a Braylon Allen in like round two or three or like any type of player like that. And then it's just like, mm-hmm. what is he now? Like he's not going to catch a hundred passes from Josh Allen out of the backfield. And Sounds I think good. the 205 has a good amount of value in a stack class where it's like, that on top of getting like a one to two year rental of a top 12 running back who's arguably in that hall of fame conversation. I think it's worth it. 
All right, let's move on to one from C Smooth underscore 2K. This one's fun. Uh, again, all the same thing. 12-team, super flex, tight end premium. Jordan Love in the 107 and Antonio Gibson or the 101. Uh, Mung, we'll hit up with you on this one first. I know you're starting to fall in love with Jordan Love. Jordan Love and Brock Purdy were my 2023 versions of Jalen Hurts in the past. Nailed both of them. But I got tons of love shares. I'm starting to think about selling some of them. Would you sell for this? The 107, which we're saying is Roma Dunze, Antonio Gibson, who's a free agent, could go somewhere, Jordan Love, or the 101? Yeah, give me Jordan Love. He's essentially yeah. tied to Matt LaFleur. Um, the Packers pretty much have to pay him this offseason. I don't see much changing. Um, he played inconsistently but really well towards the end of his first year as a starter in Green Bay, and I think he only gets better. So, yeah, give me Love in the 107. Yeah, I mean, Love's going late second. The the 101's going late first. Is 107 enough to close that gap for you too, Snook? I think so. I think I'm with Mung on this just because – What if it's I, eight? What if it was eight though? I'd go with probably Caleb there. Is that is that kind of the divide there? I think so, yeah. I think just the fact of me knowing I get one of the big seven at mm-hmm. that seven spot, maybe it's Brock or Neighbors if they get a terrible landing spot according to like the consensus. Or maybe it's Daniels falls to seven if he goes outside the top yeah. five or six. And seven seems to be a spot where a lot of people are trading yeah. out, and I, I'm advocating not for doing it. This one sent in from Gabo Zamora. Awesome name. The 305 and the 107, or Jordan Addison and a 25-second snoog. We'll go with you first because I know Matt you're, you're – Matt on my I know you love it. Oh, okay. Now, Mung, Addison and the 25-second or a, a Dunze and the 305? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll defer to Snoog on this one because, like I said, I, I don't start my full rookie dives till March. Um, but Edison, to me, is a little bit capped with Justin Jefferson there. That was that yeah. was a concern that I voiced last offseason. Yeah. Um, but overall, I, th- I think it's close. There, uh, but there, I will lean the 107. There is an outside scenario where the Vikings are trying to trade up. And if the Vikings get Caleb Williams, I think Jordan Addison becomes a T. Higgins-type figure in the fantasy community, and he's a – yeah, 13 to 18 range, you know, where I think that second round pick is going to be worth more. Addison is a talented wide receiver. I think Odunze is more yeah. talented, has a higher ceiling. But, you know, like we, we talk about in the mock that Bucky Brooks did, Odunze went to the Giants. Would you rather have Addison with Caleb Williams or Odunze with Daniel Jones? You know what I mean? Like there, that's the tricky thing there. And I think both of them fall in that 107 to 108 range. So, Great analysis by both of you guys on that one. Next one sent in from Paul Calverly, okay? Jackson Smith and Jigba and the 307 or Rondale Moore, 110 and 210. We'll go with you, Monk. JSN. Makes sense to me. I mean, you drafted JSN earlier than that last year and you're dumping them after one season. Uh, (laughs) I mean, Lockett is old slash potentially out the door. Um, they just brought in, you know, new coaching. Maybe they throw mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, this is JSN by a lot for me. So where where's JSN in this class? Is he between 107 and 108 for you? That's as what a I prospect. Play. As a prospect, yeah. I oh think no, he's, he's 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 five or six. But he given yeah, the situation, as a prospect, he's between like that five, six, and seven range. I think right now I I put him right over the 108, but like right with the 107 ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, Romo Dunze is looking like a locked and loaded top 10 draft pick, and he's probably going to go to a better landing spot than the Seahawks were. So it's hard to put him below JSN, but 
JSN, I mean, 60 plus receptions, 600 plus yards, not many touchdowns. I know it wasn't cute, but he's a slot guy that was playing behind two really talented wideouts with bad QB play. Like Gino was not the same quarterback, but we saw JSN flash elite talent from time to time. And I think you're not getting a player better than him at the 110. Maybe you get someone better fantasy wise because they're in a better landing spot. But from a pure talent perspective, you're not getting someone that's on JSN's level. So I think you got to go with the upside with JSN there. Just because it's not like he was like Quentin Johnston, 450 yards and just looked horrible. Like JSN yeah. had a lot of big clutch plays, mm-hmm. did an excellent job tracking the ball downfield, showed off some some good touchdowns and some good playmaking ability. So the upside was definitely flashed for us to be like, all right, he's still that guy. Give it time and it'll pan out. Speaking of guys that are that guy, I saw three Justin Jefferson trades in here, and I got to get your input on these because now is not the time to trade Justin Jefferson. But Snoog, we'll start with you on this one. Tank Dell in the 101 or Justin Jefferson? Wow. Just so you know, the 101 went one pick after Justin Jefferson. Give me the Tank tank Dell side. Okay. Just because I know with that 101, everyone knows it's Marv or Caleb. I know I could get like, close to jamar chase with that and i think i I can weasel my way into doing that and then getting like a free tank dell so i think you can get 101 plus for jefferson but you can't get someone like the one like jefferson for the 101 or or even get chase or cd lamb mung would you rather have tank dell in the 101 or justin jefferson yeah i mean basically what snoog said i think 101 and jefferson are fairly close the gap is far less than an early mid first which is how i would value tank dell in this particular situation he said he is loaded at quarterback wants to solidify the wide receiver and he's just embarrassed with talent so i i'm okay with uh in that one that particular sense we know about value this next guy awesome guy c will ff mung Justin Jefferson and Khalil Shakir, so basically Justin Jefferson, or Waddle, Addison, 25 first, and the 202. Uh, It's still Jefferson for me. I I like Waddle. I like Addison. I just don't see them taking over the number one spots for their respective teams as long as Tyreek Hill and uh, Justin Jefferson are healthy. So I'd still take Jefferson. Snoop? Give me the best wide receiver in the NFL that put up 1,800 yards at 23 years old. Yeah, but it's hard to turn down any kind of Jefferson deals. So valuable. (laughs) This one blew my mind from Eric Smith. Drake London in a 24 second or Stefan Diggs in a 25 second? Monk. Doesn't even make sense, man. Take London over Diggs anyway and the earlier second. You get younger, you get an earlier second, and you get, you know, like that. that's a smash for me. I was all over that one. Um, Snook, we've been talking about this guy a lot. Sean Gageby sent in the 107 in Hollywood or Jonathan Taylor? Give me JT all day. I think JT is very undervalued, but he just got a three-year, $40 million contract. For the Colts and the Colts mm-hmm. with Steichen, Richardson back healthy. Like that offense is going to get better and better. And they have pick 15 to add another weapon to that offense. I think the Colts are just going to get better and better. JT, easy, 1,400, 1,500 rusher, double-digit touchdowns, top five finish, maybe next two to three years. And he's a true bell cow, one of few left in the league. So I'm going to lean that over the 107. I just yeah. think the values on the JT side and Marquise doesn't put me over the top there. Mung, no running backs in this class are going to scratch that 107 area. So JT or 107 in Hollywood? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm probably a little bit lower uh, uh, than consensus on Taylor, but it, it's still Taylor for me here. Mm-hmm. We got another 101 deal, and this one's kind of fun. This one's sent in from J.D. Bickford. We have the 101 or Puka Nakua, a 25-second, and the 306. Ooh. Mung, we'll start with you. Uh, that's tough. I, I think... I lean the 101 just because I think mm. the Caleb hype's going to get there. Yeah, um, me too. And you can and you can sell that for more, but I, I'm certainly I certainly don't hate it. Anytime you can get Puka, right? Um, given what he showed and and Cooper Cup continuing to age, and you know Puka is expected to be that number one guy for the mm. Rams going forward. So, yeah, lean the 101, but it's not terrible. We got another 101 sent in from Stephen Mickelson Snoog, the 101 or James Cook. The 106 and the 304. 101 smash. Like smash. I break my computer smash. I, I put it was a super cheap move, in my opinion, to move up to the 101. Yeah. Um, Mung, you were a little bit higher on James Cook. Is this a fair trade for you? Are you interested in the 101 or the 106 plus side? No, it's still 101 for me. Yeah. I, I like Cook, but I think the earlier deal, I'm just lower on Kamara. I'm not like crazy high on it, Cook. It almost think. has to be the 103 for me here. Like Cook might close the gap from the 102, 103. Like you have to understand that that gap between the 101 and everything else is is going to be quite a bit. Um, we don't get a ton of – let's go. Kyle Pitts or Dallas Goddard and the 108. I don't have Kyle Pitts worth the 108. So Simon sent this one in, Chester Simon. I thought this was an absolute smash for the Dallas Goddard side. It's almost like a free Dallas Goddard. Uh, He sent this in. His starting lineup now has Pitts in there, so he was all excited to make sure he gets in there. But what do you guys value Kyle Pitts at as far as rookie picks? Eight first. Yeah, Yeah, like like you said, free Dallas Goddard. 10 to 12, yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking for sure. Uh, next one, and for some reason, 107s are in all of these. This one sent in from Chris Fraze. Hold your 107s. Jonathan Taylor, the 107 in two seconds, or the 102 in the 201? Jonathan Taylor side. All That's day. what I say. He's the 105. All then you add the 107 in two seconds. That felt like an absolute smash. The, the most I was gathering from all these trades, and again, it was 150 of them between all the different platforms, is Jonathan Taylor's too cheap. Kyler Murray's too cheap. People don't value 24 and 25 seconds enough yet. And the 107, people Hold don't on. realize where that is yet. Like that's that's the biggest thing that I've been getting from all these. There's going to be a, a major theme in that one. But let's pull up our next one on here. And there's like literally so many of them. This one was kind of fun. Uh, this one's a little bit bigger. Evan Ingram, Trevor Lawrence, Isaiah Pacheco, Cortland Sutton, or Nico Collins, Trey McBride, Daniel Jones, DeAndre Swift in the 208. That second side smashes, in my opinion. That's that's where I went. Snoog, anything? Lawrence is the biggest, like, question mark for me going into the 2024 season. Right now, oh, he's did still... you say Lawrence? Yeah. Trevor so Lawrence, Lawrence is... Ingram, Sutton. And Pacheco for Daniel Jones, DeAndre Swift, Trey McBride, Nico Collins in the 208. Oh, it's actually way closer than I thought. I, I took the McBride side because I, I just I love him and and uh, Nico right now. Mung, any anything to add on to that one? Was it Lawrence and Lawrence Pacheco, Pacheco Evan Ingram, and Sutton? Better. 
Yeah, I mean, it's basically Lawrence and Pacheco for Nico and McBride, right? We'll boil it down to that. Um, Lawrence. I think I lean. Oof. It's tough. That's a tough one. I, I think that's fair. It depends on roster. depends on, you know, your team's team build. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's fair overall. Next one. This one sent in from Kilua Z. And this is a fun one because there are no running backs in this class that are going to sniff mid-range first. Maybe 111, 112. But we have Kenneth Walker and the 112 or the 103. We'll start with you on this one, Mung. Would you think that Kenneth Walker closes the gap to get yourself up to that 103 area? You know, all things considered, that's going to be a stud quarterback. But is Kenneth Walker enough to move you that far? Probably not in Superflex, um, at least right now, as, you know, all it takes is one crazy throw at his pro day, right? And one mm-hmm. of these quarterbacks just jumps up in value. And, yeah, I would lean the 103 for now. And, and th- that's a great point because we have so many different opportunities here where that 103 can gain value yeah. at the combine, at the pro day, at the draft, all these different things. And not just at the draft, but maybe they get somebody in free agency and, and all those things. This move will still be there on draft day if you really like Kenneth Walker. You know, like so many people feel like they have to make these moves now. And the guy that's in power is always the guy with the higher draft pick. The 103 is in power here. The 112, he's just trying to get himself into that area. And I I said for this, this is an absolute smash if you can get up to the 103 because then you can get Kenneth Walker plus something much better than the 112 when we get down to draft day, in my opinion. Snook, if you are closing that gap, Kenneth Walker plus what equals the 103? I think it's probably like the 107, 8-ish. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Eight-ish. I'd say Rome and Kenneth Walker would easily get me to move on past like a Neighbors or a Drake May. I just think Kenneth Walker's – I think he's my Dynasty RB8, seven-ish, like right after like the A-Chain, ETN, JTs. I think he's very talented, one of the best tackle breakers in the NFL and just in a good situation. And then I think you get an, like the clear wide receiver three in the class to move back. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good value. And that's honestly a good trade to, to look into, right, because you're – you're tearing down, which mm-hmm. looks like a big tear down in the draft, but that's like a move you do now because people are like, oh, I don't want the 107. I want one of the big six. Mm-hmm. But in reality, Roma Dunze going top 10 in the draft, that makes it a big seven. So I really like making a move like that now. This one's sent in from Trent McBride, and I like this a lot. Trey McBride and Devon A-Chain or Sam Laporta and the 205. I don't think the gap between Sam Laporta and Trey yeah. McBride – is anywhere near as far as it is in some some leagues. And if you say, I mean, a guy, throwing a guy like A-Chain in and versus the 205 is an absolute smash. My question for you guys is how big of a gap, if you're trading Sam Laporta down to Trey McBride, what do you need to make that trade? I mean, I would prefer McBride in a 24 mid-second over Laporta at this point. Like I'm that high on Trey McBride. We'll start with you, um, Mung, go ahead. Yeah, this one's tough because I think I'm with you where I, I have McBride a, a tier below them, um, below Kincaid and uh, Laporta, but not super far. The only thing is I think the perceived value is a lot greater with Laporta. I mean, he's pretty much everyone's tight end one in Dynasty. Um, some might even have him in his own tier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think late first early second somewhere around there 
All right. I just made a trade on the clock. So I was like, okay. I told them I was potting. I was like, I can't really jump in too much, but they, 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 they paid up. I don't even know what it was. Um, <laughs> they accepted it. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. 501 moved down to 509, but improved my 1209 to 807. Now I got 14 picks in the first eight rounds, Mung. It's the Dynasty Dad way. You got to load up on the consolidation. Uh, next one sent in from Long Billy Wimbers. Great name. Uh, Trevor Lawrence in the 110 or Matthew Stafford, Dalton Kincaid, 25 first, and the 203. Mung, we'll start with you. Again, Trevor Lawrence in the 110. Stafford, Kincaid, 25 first, 203. I lean Kincaid side, especially if we're assuming tight end premium for all these deals, but it's pretty close. What about you, Snoop? I think it's really close, too. I think it depends on where my value is at with if it's tight end premium or not with Mm -hmm. Kincaid. Always always premiums in these. It's 0.5 tight end premium. I I think 110 and 210, 110 and 205, 2025 first cancel out. I think, but so then we get down to Kincaid, Stafford in the 203, or Trevor Lawrence. I'm not trading Trevor Lawrence for that. Yeah, I think I'd go with the T Law. I thought there was another piece on the um, Kincaid side. I'd go with the T Law side. It's close though, a little bit, but next one, and I I love these kind of trades. Uh, sent in from Jonathan eight zero one seven nine one six nine. Of course, I, th- I wonder if those are phone numbers. Sometimes, like I just want to, I want to figure out what. It, but anyways, uh, Superflex Jordan Addison in the one eleven or the one hundred five. Snoop, we've been jumping into rookies. He said he wants neighbors. He was trying to jump in there. Is Addison who we value at the one hundred eight? So, if, would you trade the one hundred eight and the one eleven, or Addison in the one eleven to move up to one hundred five to try to get neighbors or Bowers? If it's neighbors at Bowers, 100%. I'm definitely probably one of the lowest on Jordan Addison there is on Twitter you and are. in the fantasy football space just because backseat to Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver in the NFL, backseat to TJ Hawkinson, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. And if you could guarantee me that they had a damn quarterback that could throw a football there for the future, I'd be higher on Addison. But he's literally the third option on a team that's probably going to have like Nick Mullins or someone gross throwing the football to their their wideouts, assuming Kirk Cousins leaves. or he, I mean, he's 36 coming off a torn Achilles, and he's not on an Aaron Rodgers level of a player. So it's tough with that that situation. I think we've seen Justin Jefferson be QB proof with Mullins in, in that offense regardless. I mean, he's had so many different guys. We, he had Josh Dobbs, Jaron Hall, uh, Nick Mullins. Didn't matter. He produces Addison. I don't know. It's different for him. I think if they get – like you said, Dad, if they make a splash, get Drake Mayer, Caleb, then yeah, Jordan Addison, give me that side because he's going to be a guy that can be a thousand yard receiver year after year. And it's a strong number two, but I don't like his outlook long term. And I'd rather guys like Zay Flowers, JSN, et cetera. This one cracked me up, Mung, but Brad Fern sent in Justin Jefferson or the 104, 106, 108, and 325 first. Huh. And the 204. So six firsts. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know that there's anyone I wouldn't trade from that. (laughs) Let's make sure that guy uh, pays his dues. You know what I mean? Would you trade trade Patrick Mahomes for six 112s? Yes. You would? Yes. Because I can turn those 112s all into assets that I'm going to dominate with. 
The 112 right now, there are only like right now. I mean, I could buy, I could buy a quarterback. I could buy, you know, like you could buy an entire team in that area where you're also filling in with guys in, in certain areas. I just feel like I, I mean, late first. If you look at the 2020 and 2021 112, it was what, like, Jefferson, T. Higgins, or yeah. like Devontae Smith. I didn't say I'm drafted. Are you saying like six consecutive years of 112? Or are yeah, you yeah, saying yeah. like six yeah. 112 values? I'm like, no, I don't want I don't want six years of it. I might not even live that long. I'm 42 now, you know. Monk, <laughs> Monk keeps reminding me how old I am. Now, speaking of old, and this one's sent in from Kenneth Jeremia. Mike Evans or Jamison Williams right now in their career, Monk? Mike Evans. It's not Jameson Williams. <laughs> That's what I said. I like my – I wrote, I like my wide receivers to produce. Give me yeah. Mike Evans. Mike, Mike Evans, Evans is still too cheap. Uh, let's see here. Get a couple more. Anthony Richardson in the 106 or Joe Burrow in the 201. Anthony Richardson, we all are on a huge hype train. He is – he went 109 in – or 108 in the Superflex – Smash except 13. Joe Burrow went 106. Snook is the 106. Let's just call it Richardson and Bowers or, you know, Worthy and Burrow. Like, you, what are you doing here? Oh, that's I think close. that's six. Like, when I looked at this first, I was like, eh, I, I love Joe Burrow, but I think this is Richardson. Yeah, it's really close. I, I think just the upside with Richardson and Steichen's offense is ridiculous, especially in, in a high rushing format league if it's 0.25 per carry for all positions like that's even more value for richardson but and then bowers or neighbors or maybe it's drake may or someone falls to six i think i think you just got to go with that because to my to my board how it would look is like worthy's not going to be there at the 202 it's going to be someone else that i'm not as high on so it's tough i I think you got to go with the 106 and Richardson. Just even if you don't like Richardson, you can trade him for Kyler. Mm-hmm. And then it's Kyler and the 106. That's probably what I would what, do. What do you think, Mom? Safety reasons, but yeah, I mean, I have Richardson ranked, I think, one or two spots above Burrow. So free Ooh. pick upgrade, give it, give it to me. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's spicy. Uh Jonathan Taylor and the 203 or Pollard Flowers and the 106. Monk. I lean flower side. Um, I, I'm not super high on Pollard, but to me, I, I'm still all in on Zay Flowers. Um, you know, rookie mistake, fumbling in the, in the playoffs at the goal line, but to me, he still has true number one potential. Um, yeah, this especially one, in year two of that Baltimore offense with Monken. KP six oh six eight six nine nine one one. I was like, yo, Jonathan Taylor to me is worth the one oh five. So Pollard in the one oh six equal Taylor. Zay Flowers considerably over the 203. Zay Flowers is we last time we saw him on the football field, aside from that fumble, looked like a mini Tyreek Hill. Like the he's on the verge, you know what I mean? So this is an absolute smash for me. Uh sent next one sent in from at Jay Wood Betts. Trey McBride or Drake London? Snook. McBride. Especially in tight end premium, McBride. I have them, I, I have them. In, in tight end premium for sure. What closes the gap for you? I said it's got to be a mid-24 second, but even then I'm, I'm all in on McBride right now. Yeah. It's really tough. I, I think it's a very fair deal in tight end premium. Yeah. 
I love London as a as a buy low. I think he's a top fifteen guy all day. Couple quick trades here, all sent in from Matt at MZKP fifty four. Rice the one ten and the one twelve or CD Lamb. Lamb. Snook. Lamb. All right. Twenty five first and two oh nine or DJ Moore. Snook. DJ Moore all day, all Mom. day. Yeah, more, and I'm not even as high on him as Snoog or other people. <laughs> 325 first or Jamar Chase? Snoog? Chase. Monk? Yeah, Chase. Good. I said you you got Ws on all of these, but, man, that's a lot of rookie draft capital. And this is an area where, like, when you do a year one punt or a rebuild, everyone's like, yo, like, they've seen all the rosters that I have, and they're like, oh, that's just a bunch of picks and a bunch of lottery. Right there, he just turned – Six first, seven first into three elite studs, and he's just going to kill people. Like he's just yeah. going to dominate. You know what I mean? So draft capital matters. It is a a definite thing. This one, uh, I'm going to skip that one. I was way too three oh seven and Amari Cooper or Tajay Spears. Snoop Amari. I actually really love buying low on Amari. Ooh, I think okay. twenty nine so years say, old. He's if one we of those say Spears guys. is worth a late first. Does that mean Amari's worth a late first for you? I think he's like in that 112 to 202 range. I think he's criminally undervalued year after year, and he's guaranteed getting you a thousand yards, eight touchdowns, and like 80, 90 catches. So he's just mm -hmm. like a top 15, 20 guy every year. I think he's been good with no matter who's his quarterback. And I think Watson's only going to be better next year and more familiar with Amari. And Amari was feasting with Watson there. Mm -hmm. too. So I think Amari has a really, really high floor. What do you think, Monk? Spears or Amari in the 307? Yeah, I would take Cooper over Spears straight up. So um, I am smashing Spears so hard. Really? I put that. I like Amari Spears to me is the dynasty guy that you buy right now, right? And flip for that late first. Down. And the minute Derrick Henry goes to, you know, Dallas or Baltimore or somewhere else, which he's going to do, then Tajay Spears is the perceived starter. Then you flip him for the 109 because there's no rookie running backs in this class. And then you win. Like, that's just it. Like, if you're in an active league, if you're not, then you just go ahead and get Amari Cooper. You know? Yeah, I think but that, I, that, window, that window might be very small, though. You it is because really they might draft. Because the they, they can add somebody in free agency. And yeah. They'll almost certainly draft somebody um, at running back. So I don't think he's a workhorse. Like, that's my thing. I, mean, with him. I think he needs a partner in that backfield. Hey. Four, over the, the last five games when he started, fourth in receptions with 23, fourth in the league in juke rate at 26.3, sixth in yards per touch at 5.5, seventh really? in target share at 14.7. Those numbers are, are for lie. a rookie. Numbers don't, don't lie. lie. He, and zero ACLs. So that's a winning combination. A.J. Brown at the 108, or A.J. Brown or the 108, 109, and 201. Mung, I'm shocked that A.J. Brown has fallen in the startup drafts. I mean, we saw him go at, oh, geez, 303 to our man P. Rivers. You know, and he ended up taking him at 303, which I thought was an oh, absolute yeah. steal. Yeah. Um, are we talking about, you know, 1819201? Are we talking A.J. Brown, the dominant veteran that we've seen? Yeah, I would, I would smash AJ Brown. Not not even close. Me too. I actually went with the other side just because I I think eight and nine are going to be some nice. 
my ability to kind of flip those out there. That's almost like three firsts. And I don't have AJ Brown worth three firsts, but you know, it's a matter of what you can do with it. Another one, AJ Brown in the 109 or Drake London and the 104. Now, this one was fun for me to think about because I, I think you're talking about the 109 is right after that cliff of, of guys that we really like. And then 104 is right at the beginning of the absolute stud tier. So I took London in the 104. Mung, I'm interested to see where you're at. Yeah, that one's tough because I would probably value Brown right around the 104 and London a little bit over the 109. Yep. Um, so, I, yeah, I would lean that way. Snook? I'd take the Brown side. Um, he's still my dynasty wide receiver, four or five. I have five. Neighbors in London, baby? I just don't think – I see, it's hard because I'm, like, playing it off my board and I have neighbors as the 103. But it's like if neighbors is there, you can argue yeah. it. But I think – you can get like a Brian Thomas Jr., a Troy Franklin type that becomes a first-round pick to a good landing spot where there's a scenario where he outproduces a Drake London if they don't get a QB in Atlanta. And then you're getting A.J. Brown for like a Drake May, Jaden Daniels, or Neighbors. I, yeah, I have A.J. Brown over Neighbors as much as I like Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Brown's my wide receiver five in Dynasty, 27 years old, still young, hitting his prime. Nothing's changing for him. He's still the alpha there. It's, what do you have, 1,400 yards this year? He's just an absolute monster, and the, and the ceiling's wide receiver one overall for him. So I'm just going to ride it with A.J. Brown there. Trades are still coming in. This one's sent in from Jonathan. That's at Shock J. Michael Pittman or the 108? Snoog. I'd go with Pittman. Mung. I think that's about right. Yeah. I like that a lot. Not even a big uh, Pittman guy either. Next yeah, one. That's a fair deal. Yeah. Sent in from Sean Farewell. The 102 or James Cook, the 109, 207, and 309. What are this is, yeah, that's I mean that that seems like that's one of those ones where that we, we smash it there. Uh David Montgomery or Dontavian Wicks in the 209. Monk. Montgomery. I think he's that veteran who's always undervalued, but you know, he's he's gonna be scoring touchdowns here and there. Snoop. I got high hopes in Dontavian Wicks that I, I think there's this chance with him being there with love where he hits a thousand yards at some point in, in his career on this rookie contract. Mm-hmm. You can argue he's the clear two or the best wide receiver in that room. We don't really know yet. Jaden Reed seems to be like the go-to guy, the gadget guy, mm-hmm. kind of like in that Debo Samuel type role. And then Wicks is the alpha guy winning on the outside. I don't know if you got a chance to see that 37-second clip up of him just taking ankles all season long. He's so explosive off the line. I'm I, so high on him, but I could see why you take Dave Montgomery. I think the safety there of him being like a top 15 finisher the next two years on his Lions contract is realistic. But 209 still, like, I, I do well with my second-round rookie picks usually. So I actually do like those like mid to late-range 209 picks. So. We got one more here. And again, yeah, we, I mean, we, we keep hitting on a lot of these things. 107 is a tier that you want to keep in. 104 to 106 is sexy. Running backs are too cheap. You know, we, we keep hitting on all these different things. This one kind of ties it all together. Trevor Lawrence, Jahan Dotson, and the 103. Or Jordan Love, Derrick Henry, 107, 201. Give me the... I'll take the 103 side with Trevor Ooh, okay. Lawrence all day. Okay. Yeah. Mom, what do you think? Say that one more time. Lawrence and 103. Lawrence, 103. Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Give me that. 
Derrick Henry, Jordan Love, 107-201. Yeah, I mean. I think Lawrence and Love are, for in, me, the, are in the same tier. It comes down to Derrick Henry, 107 and 201, or the 103. Yeah, I, I I guess I just love Jordan Love because I, I like I Love more than Lawrence. I, I'm actually yeah. leaning that side too, as as crazy as it might sound. Because I think on draft day, I mean, I think Derek Derek Henry's going to go somewhere, and just if he goes to Baltimore or Dallas or one of these situations, he still has the juice. I mean, we've shown that he can still produce. You know, could you imagine him in like what Gus Edwards was doing, but in a Derek Henry form? You know, just like. Sorry, I get excited. I jump. He's going to be the MVP of the Shady Oaks retirement home. <laughs> hey, you, I, I'm taking as many vets as possible and rolling it down the down the tubes, guys. This was a fun show. You know, I think this is a a fun time of year. But we wanted to really talk about moving into certain tiers. Not if you're at a higher level. If you're that, you know, the the pick that people want, you should not feel like you're in a position that you have to move out because the value is there because the value could change from mm-hmm. February to May. It, it absolutely can. So hope you guys enjoyed some of that. Uh, Snoog, everybody, you, you've been all over the place telling about it. Mung, what do you got cooking up right now? What's what's coming down the pipeline? Yeah, I'll have uh, an early top 12 redraft uh, article coming out on oh, nice. tracks right after the Super Bowl. Um, pumped for the Super Bowl. What, what do you guys think? Chiefs, Niners, who, who you guys got? I think the Chiefs are going to win, honestly. I really do. I also am taking the Chiefs. I, I My brother's a Niners fan. Shout out to Mark. But I, I think the Chiefs, ultimately, I think they take them. Niners defense has been giving up points to far less than a Patrick Mahomes type recently. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, my early prediction is Niners 33, Chiefs 31. Ooh, uh, that would be a fun one. It certainly wouldn't shock me um, if the Chiefs win. I mean, certainly wouldn't want to bet against Mahomes. I will, I'll throw one last thing out here before we sign off, though. Is right now the time to sell high on Christian McCaffrey? Yes. Yes. I would, yes. Uh, yes. So been, damn good, but I, you just have to. I had a guy who I, I talked to him today and he got the 105 and Jonathan Taylor for Christian McCaffrey. Oh, and I'm yeah. just like, I just, he, he's phenomenal, right? Like he absolutely is the biggest difference maker there is, but what you're able to get in the startup right now, he went mid second and that shouldn't be happening for a guy that age, you know, like in a position of that area, he goes right in the, the same area as Kyler Murray Jameer went before Jameer Gibbs, went before, you know, A.J. Brown, like 103, 104. Like, man, I'm with you. Like, I'm tearing down. But if I'm doing it, I'm not doing it for six 112s. I'm doing it for a insulated trade where I'm moving down to a guy I believe in, like an ETN, like a, a Walker, like someone else that isn't. And then I'm getting multiple assets. Is that kind of where you're at, Snook and Mung? Yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I have a 1A, 1B, 1C, which Amir gives Bijan and Brees Hall being the top three. If I can get any of those three for CMC, I'm smashing it all day. Yeah. I would like to – I can't. I'd off. like to go to ETN or like an A-Chain or yeah. a JT and get a plus on top for mm-hmm. CMC. Yeah, especially if he blows up in the Super Bowl, I think the next day you send out offers. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Love it, guys. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the process. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, don't buy Christian.